The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Research has shown that images of perfect bodies on social media can negatively impact women's mental health after just 90 seconds on social media. Uh, joining me now, President of the Psychological Society of Ireland, Dr. Anne Kyo. Good morning. Good morning, Pat. I am surprised, if not shocked, by that finding. 90 seconds, a minute and a half, looking at someone's uh, perfect bod on social media can damage your health. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the way it's social media is presented to us now, it is in those short bursts of an image, a very beautiful image or a very short burst of a video. And if you think about how quickly we take in the information in that image or content, people are spotting you know, the, the things that stand out very, very quickly. So it is surprising. I agree. 90 seconds mm. is a short space of time. No, but if, for example, you're um, a great soccer player in your local club and you look at a picture of Messi or Ronaldo or whoever it might be scoring a goal and it's a wonder goal, you don't say, oh, you know, that's terrible. I'm a lousy footballer. You know, there are people who are more beautiful than others and that's why they're beautiful. If everyone was the same, well, then, the, you know, everyone would be plain, ugly, beautiful. We'd all be the same. There are differences. There, there are differences. But if you think about the analogy you've used of maybe watching Messi score a goal, the, the focus of that content is, is Messi's football skill. It's how he scores the goal. It's the kind of crowd's reaction to the goal. You're not, the, the content is not looking directly at Messi's body and highlighting his flaws and beautiful aspects. Whereas a lot of the social media content, some of it anyway, is very specifically focused on what is the beautiful element of the person presenting. So maybe, you know, the angle of their body or their skin or some sort of factor about them. There's nothing much else happening in the image. So that's where the focus goes. Um, what is the difference, though, between seeing something like this on social media and seeing the body perfect in a magazine? Yeah, I mean, if a magazine, there's less kind of, there, there is still, it's still present in a magazine. I think that the bigger picture is that if you're walking down the street, you are less likely to see as many perfect imaged bodies or people as you are if you're maybe flicking a very perfect magazine or looking at social media. So what we, our eyes kind of don't de decipher between that. They just take in the beautiful image. So you're either exposed to lots of beautiful images or you're not. And then that can, that can lead you to think everybody else must look like this or I should look like this. And it, you take it in and it impacts your own image of your own body. You become possibly dissatisfied and want whatever the person may have or your self-esteem suffers. You know, if I was that beautiful, then X, Y and Z, you know, my life would be different or whatever else. So people, people put pressure on themselves to match up to these things that they're exposed to, which if we didn't have magazines and social media, you wouldn't be exposed to. The real kind of thing is about managing that. You know, you'll see lots of body positive content. You'll see content of like the Instagram picture versus reality. Mm -hmm. And that helps people to say, hey, you know, this person was standing a certain way. They were, you know, whatever, twisting themselves a certain way. And then they turn around. The reality picture is much more different, much more like us, much more relatable. So then the kind of magic is gone off that pressure. Um, but who presents the, um, the the real image versus the uh, idealized image, the filtered image? I mean, if people yeah. just go onto these sites and they see these uh, 
generally, um, I suppose it's not just women, but generally uh, women who are posing in their underwear or whatever, uh, showing uh, what they have achieved by diet, by exercise, by using certain products uh, and so on. Who's going to say to that person who happens upon these images, here's the reality? Yes, it doesn't happen that often, which is why it falls to the person watching the content to think, how does this make me feel? You know, if I if I see lots of this, how do I actually feel about myself? You know, and, and it's a, a vicious cycle to get into where you may not, maybe don't feel great about your body or your shape. You look at more content like that and it leaves you feeling even worse. And it's a kind of a cycle people can get caught up in. Um, so it's really important to balance that. Is it good for you? Does it make you feel happy? Sometimes people use this stuff to motivate them in, in a reasonable sense of I better go for a walk or whatever that might be. Um, but actually then it can go too far. You know, I have to have a body like that or my skin has to look like that when actually lots of filters are used or sometimes people are training, you know, eight hours a day to achieve that look, which isn't feasible or manageable or appropriate. Yeah, the the, the problem, I suppose, is that the, there is that genetic role of the dice um, that, that some people are born uh, as accidentally as any other genetic um, mixture with uh, the, the, the perfectly symmetrical body, for example. Indeed, indeed. And and the filters kind of, even if they have a perfectly symmetrical body, the filters will make it look even more perfect or however they train or present themselves or, you know, the, the support they have in appearing that way. For some people, it's their full-time job to appear beautiful, you know. And then I think that doesn't reflect all that well in the rest of us who... The reality, if you if you walk in your normal life and look at the people around you, don't look like those images. So, yeah, there are people who are technically more, you know, beautiful in whatever society calls that to be today. But there is a lot of movement around what is beautiful and how, you know, it's really about how someone feels in their body, how confident they feel. There are lots of you know, their personality. There's lots of other elements to being attractive, if you like, and desired or um, confident that that people can tune into as opposed to just individual physical elements. So, Is it, is yeah. it uh, to do with uh, so-called, in quotes, ordinary people appearing to have these extraordinary traits? Because uh, forever and a day, the people who were admired uh, for their physiques and so on tended to be movie stars and supermodels and all the rest. And nobody thought, I could be like that. But nowadays you get ordinary people you know, who seem to have achieved these extraordinary things with their bodies. Is is that really where, if you like, the blame game is coming in, that you're ordinary too, but you could be like that person online if you worked hard enough at it? I suppose that's the implication for all of it. If you worked hard enough, you could have this nice of a house. If you worked hard enough, you could look this way or your relationships could be this good. People are presenting a idealised version of themselves, even if they are ordinary people. Um, on social media. So people themselves are guilty of this. So think about what you actually put up versus the reality of your life and situation. So for someone else, you may be the, you know, the kind of perfect looking image. Um, and I think we have to have conversations around how that's not actually always the case. Yeah. You but know, I mean, you don't really expect people on the dating sites, for example, to put up, uh, you know, a less than flattering picture of themselves, even though it might be close to their, um, you know, seven day reality rather than their Saturday night reality. Uh, so I mean, yeah, people always put their best foot forward, don't they? They do put their best foot forward. But I think when you're looking at all the best feet all the time, or if you're looking at a lot of content like that, and if you're feeling a little bit vulnerable or sensitive to it, 
it can you can see how it easily would trickle into kind of triggers around of if only this if only that everybody else has I don't or I should um, so it's to balance that content so yeah. you're totally but, right but uh, do how it. do you balance it I mean you've got a, a, a advice here on WhatsApp if you're triggered by looking at people more beautiful than you are on social media you should try not looking at it read a book watch TV go for a walk go for a run go to the gym go for a sea swim above all get on with life yeah, which is which is very good advice. Um, and it, it, just if people are stuck, so the odd person, like the odd time it can happen that someone is actually kind of caught in a loop of that, where they feel bad, kind of want to kind of feel very negative about themselves and get caught looking, kind of get in a cycle of looking at more content. So that's actually very good advice. Is you have a choice if this is making you feel bad, you can take a break. That's what I would say, or, or look at less. But actually, the real question is, how do I feel? So sometimes it's when we're very tired. You know, and you're looking at all this kind of everyone else's perfect day. Maybe you haven't had the perfect day or the perfect felt the best today. And and there's, n- there's only one way that can really make you feel if in a, if in a certain context. So so your your texter's advice is very fair. Take a break, get out, do something that brings you back into your body, something you enjoy. You know, be with people in real life. Yeah. You know, do what you want to do. Some more of the text. People will always gravitate towards beauty. That's the way humans are. Another one, maybe just stop looking at the images. Um, harder to do, I suppose, when people are on uh, various social media sites. Uh, these things, you know, often pop up at them rather than they go seeking them. Uh, I mean, the number of times you see these beautiful meals that people are having all the time, um, they don't show the time when they're stuffing their gobs with burgers and chips. Do you know? Yes, exactly. Or having a bowl of cereal for dinner or something. So yeah, yeah like people, people are not inclined to show that, as you said. But I think your your textures make fair points. Take a break, and and that's a real option. You know, like literally do something for yourself in your life as opposed to more and more content. Yeah. But I think it's true that they are very like we we are drawn to beautiful content. Like we're drawn to beautiful images, beautiful nature, beautiful whatever it might be. But if if people can think of what actually grounds them. Like what in your life makes you feel good and do or access some of that as opposed to the stuff in your life that doesn't make you feel so good. So even if you balance your social media content with other stuff that you like to look at that doesn't give you messages about yourself, for example, like an, a beautiful nature video or art or whatever it is that you like, anything. Yeah. People have a new th- um, they like. Text here, beautiful women often get a, a free pass in life, whereas not so beautiful people do not. People gravitate towards those who are beautiful and away from those who are not. Uh, two things occur to me, though, that uh, often, you know, beautiful people do get that free pass and... Uh, for example, beautiful girls often haven't a word to say for themselves because they never had to. And then when beauty fades, a bit of a struggle, really, um, to, <laughs> to be social. Um, another one suggests, uh, humorously, let's ban good-looking people, uh, lol. Uh, and uh, lots more. The, the, the problem, I suppose, is uh, this envy thing. I mean, it is possible to admire someone who's handsome or good looking or whatever without feeling envious or jealous of them. It is. And I think sometimes it kind of highlights maybe things about ourselves or say if you were unhappy with some aspect, you're going to be more drawn to, to feeling envious about something you perceive someone else has. But but I think social media is changing in lots of ways. There's the sort of apps like Be Real where it kind of asks you to take a picture of your day at any at a particular point, wherever you're at. So literally, the idea is that you are a bit more real about your content. Now, people can 
prep for that too. But it's instead of showing your the highlight second or moment of your day, it's to show a little bit more of the reality of your day. And I think people are also drawn to that content because it makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not all perfect. You know, I'm OK. So that's quite a healthy situation where you're getting nice messages about yourself. Hey, you know, my house is messy too. Or my, when I stand this way, my body doesn't look exactly how I want it to. Um, so yeah, like it's just to watch what's happening for yourself with the content. Okay. Is Do- it leaving you feel a certain way? Dr. Ankyo, President of the Psychological Society of Ireland, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.